0: Oh, oh! Sorry. Is 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 the Muller Um, mm, sorry, <laughs> y'all. I don't even want to talk about it. We've got to talk about it, but I'm not going to talk about it to begin with. I would rather talk about Erica Thomas because there's new news about Erica Thomas. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. The phone number is 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I apologize to any of you who ran off the road today because you fell asleep in your car listening to Bob Mueller. We will get to that, but, but, but we... We have to talk about Erica Thomas. Let let us review. Erica Thomas is the uh, ranking Democrat, one of the ranking Democrats in the State House of Representatives in Georgia. She is black. She was in the 10 items or fewer, as someone told me is proper grammar, 10 items or fewer items at Publix. And she had a lot of items. And a man named Eric Sparks called her a lazy SOB which is annoying because she's not male, but nonetheless, I digress. He he insulted her for having plenty of items in the 10 items or fewer line at the Publix, and she began to berate him and claim that he told her to go back to where she came from. She had a press conference wherein he showed up and denied it, said, yes, I called her a lazy SOB, but I did not tell her to go back to where she came from. And she yelled at him and shouted him down so he couldn't continue talking. Then she had an interview with WSB TV where she walked back her statement saying, well, I don't want to really say he said what I said at first he said, he said, he said go back. that she wanted to actually, um, well... Let's see, can I play this audio here? Will this work? He said, go back, you know, those types of words. I don't want to say, he, he said, go back to your country or go back to where you came from, but he was making those types of references. He well. was making those types of references. I don't want to say he actually said those words, but he was making those types of references. Well, then she doubled the triple down, I guess. It's like the flip and the flop and the flip. Uh, she then had another press conference where, no, 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 he really did say, go back to where you came from, even though just the other day I said... He didn't say that, and I got witnesses. She says she's got witnesses. Her lawyer sent letters to Publix, demanded they document all the people who were around, who were employees, that they wanted names, names. Well, the HAC talked to one of those employees, and the employee from the public says, I'm not going to say he, he said it, but I didn't hear him say it. Well, the tables have turned. A Publix employee told the police, according to the police report, that Erica Thomas told the Hispanic gentleman to go back to where he came from. That's right. Erica Thomas is the one who slandered a Hispanic man. This is a ranking Democrat in Georgia treating an Immigrant Hispanic man in Georgia that way, telling him to go back to where he came from. She's the black Donald Trump, I guess. She's got the same hair color as Donald Trump. Um, She said, go back to where you came from. It was her who did it, not him, according to an eyewitness that she demanded the police collect. That's in the police report. That that is in the police report. The the AJC has this, that Erica Thomas says that, or this witness says, not only did she say it, but she said it multiple times. Let let me read you the AJC report uh, of this key passage. A Publix employee told a Cobb County officer that she witnessed. Oh, and it was a she who witnessed it. We have to believe her because it's a woman. A public's employee told a Cobb County officer that she witnessed part of the conversation and heard state representative Erica Thomas, quote, continually tell Eric Sparks to go back where you came from, end quote, but did not hear Sparks utter those words to Thomas. Uh, Paging Bob Trammell, Paging Bob Trammell paging Bob Trammell. Bob Bob Trammell is the Democratic leader in the House of Representatives who rushed out to defend Erica Thomas. Bob Trammell doubled down on defense of Erica Thomas. Bob Trammell stood out there and believed Erica Thomas and now we have eyewitnesses Who were willing to tell the police that Bob Trammell's deputy in the House of Representatives, Erica Thomas, is the one who said that nasty Donald Trump statement, go back to where you came from. Is some reporter out there going, no, of course, no reporter from any news outlet in Georgia is going to stick a microphone in, in Bob Trammell's face and say, well, because he's a Democrat and they were desperate. The media is desperate for the Democrats to take back the House of Representatives. I got to tell you, this is not going to play well in swing districts that the Democrats need. Are they going to get rid of Erica Thomas now? Are they going to throw Erica Thomas out? Are they going to discipline Erica Thomas? We have an eyewitness. We have an independent eyewitness with no relation to either Eric. Sparks or uh, Erica jo- There are too many Erics in this. Uh, there's Eric here. There's Eric there. There's Erica. Erica Thomas. This eyewitness is not related to Erica Thomas. This eyewitness is not related to Eric Sparks. This eyewitness is not related to Eric Erickson. Just a Publix employee who was there and Is told the police, told the police, a woman told the police that state representative Eric Thomas, Erica Thomas, after this man told her that she was lazy SOB for having too many items in the public checkout line for 10 items or fewer, that Erica Thomas told him to go back to where he came from. He's Hispanic. A black state representative in Georgia attacked a Hispanic man and told him to go back to where he came from. Y'all, what are we going to do about this? What's Bob Trammell going to do about this? Bob Trammell? uh, Is this going to help them with Hispanic voters in Gwinnett County? They think you're going to vote for him? You got one of the ranking Democrats in the State House told a, a Latino voter to go back to where he came from? We've got an eyewitness now. We have an eyewitness, a female eyewitness, and you have to believe female eyewitnesses, according to the Democrats. We have a female eyewitness who told the police, who was willing to tell the police. Do you think this independent eyewitness with no relation to either party lied to the police? This state representative could have just not gotten in the 10 items or fewer checkout line and held up a line, the express checkout line, because she's pregnant and she can't be on her feet that long. And by God, she's been on her feet all week long at press conferences. What are the Democrats going to do? What's Bob Trammell going to do about Erica Thomas? I'm interested to know what Bob Trammell is going to do. People should be asking Bob Trammell what he's going to do about this. Now, what about Erica Thomas's police report, Mike in Sandy Springs? What country are yeah, you going uh, back to? Oh, wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: now, my my question is is like if she actually filed a police report, it's it's a false police report, and that I think is a felony.
0: Yeah, I, I listen. It, it appears we now have an eyewitness employee of Publix who says she's the one who who made that statement. Um, so, yeah, it, it appears not only did she waste the police's time, she also is wasting the magistrate court's time. She she and her lawyer are demanding the magistrate court in, in Cobb County investigate this constituent for saying something. Do you know when I was an elected official, the number of times people said something not nice to me in a grocery store? I mean, it it, it happens we, we, particularly, you know, so I was on a city council and I got to tell you, city council is the worst elected position ever because people get mad at you when their trash isn't collected. And the number of times I got yelled at by people because their trash wasn't collected as if I drive the trash truck, uh, you get you get berated by your constituents. And she apparently couldn't handle it and lied about it. Now we know uh, based on eyewitness testimony, and she tied up police resources. Yes, Mike, that is an excellent point. I want to go back to the country, like the actual like rural area I intend to this weekend to get away before this conference next week. But nonetheless, Erica Thomas apparently told a Latino voter in Georgia who is a Democrat, presumed that he must be a, a Trump-loving Republican when not only is he not, but he condemned the president's remarks she told him to go back to where he came from, according to an eyewitness who told the police she was an eyewitness, and that's what that's what Eric Erica Thomas said, that it wasn't the guy who said it. It was her who said it. It seems like this should be a big deal for the media. Watch the Atlanta press corps bury the story. Watch the Atlanta Press Corps make this all go away now. Now that we have an eyewitness in the police report that it was Erica Thomas, because the media here is – look at how the media here covered the fetal heartbeat legislation, blatantly misrepresenting the text of the legislation on behalf of the Democrats, peddling talking points for the Democrats. Watch how this story goes away now. Watch how the story goes away. Bob Trammell is the House minority leader. If they are successful in taking back the House representatives, Bob Trammell would be the Speaker of the House. The media will now go into full protection mode of the Democrats and drop this story because now there is an eyewitness who went on the record with the police, a female eyewitness at that, that it was Erica Thomas, who is the one who said, go back to where you came from, to the Latino voter, who is a Democrat. They can't have this. They can't have how you, you you watch your nightly news tonight. It'll probably be the last time you hear it. If you hear it at all, and then it's going to fade away because the story no longer helps the Democrats and these stories at the national and the local media level now are all about pursuing the racial narrative that Republicans are a bunch of racists and you open-minded, tolerant, lovable, white, suburban voters, you need to vote Democrat, except this story now hurts the Democrats. Because it turns out it was the Democratic state representative who said, go back to where you came from. And it was the Democratic state representative who lied. And it was the Democratic state representative who consumed police sources on a malicious investigation. And it was the Democratic state representative who had way more items than she should have had in the 10 items or less checkout line at Publix, which should alone be enough to have her thrown out of the state legislature. You just watch. You just watch. Watch how far this goes. And by the way, can we all concede here that that both sides behaved terribly. Both sides behaved terribly. The guy was a jerk. He was. He, He was absolutely a jerk. But she lied and amplified the story. It is now blowing up in her face, and her only saving grace now, and Bob Trammell, who stood with her, their only saving grace now is that the local media will now refuse to air any more about the story, probably after today, They'll say the story's gone away. It's old news now because we can't have any story that reflects badly on the Democrats when they've only got 15 seats left before they take back the House. The media will turn into the Democrats' best friend when it comes to this story now. The phone number, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Look, we'll get into the Mueller situation. There there actually is some great audio out there that I should play, but it was a nothing burger. Um Pretty unanimous consensus even from Democrats that impeachment died today, thanks to Bob Mueller. We will get there. Uh, We also have news in the David Ralston scandal uh, that has not been well reported that needs to be highlighted. We'll get there as well. Right now, Paul, in Atlanta, you're going to be next. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, Eric? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, the question that maybe has been asked, but I don't recall hearing it, is pretending this whole Erica thing was true, which obviously it isn't. What law was broken that the police need to be investigating? No law. Okay. Thank you. That's my point. And yeah. real
1: quick, because I know we're coming up on a break, but what's wrong with our society is two things. One, a sense of entitlement, and two, no accountability for your actions.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, Paul, we've actually got a minute here. Let me play this out with you right now, because it is, it's staggering to me that if this had been a Republican member of the legislature and this happened to them, What do you want to bet that the media would be focused on the fact that the legislator was in the 10 items or less line with a bunch of items? Yep. Uh, It just – and i got to tell you, that's one of my pet peeves as well. It it is a genuine pet peeve of mine uh, when people do – and I've done it with like 11 items in the 10-item line. I've never done it with more than, I think, 12 items in the 10-item line, and there's nobody behind me, and the woman gave me permission. But my goodness, it's like the person who goes in 20 items in the 10-item line and then has coupons and a checkbook. But like you said before the break, hopefully this will all die down now. Yeah. I'm, I'm done hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much, Paul. Yes. But you know, the media is gonna is is gonna bury the story. They wouldn't if it was Republican. Look at how long the media lasted on the Donald Trump tweet from Sunday a week ago. Sunday this past week, they're still talking about it. They're still writing about it. It was still front page of the New York Times. This story made national news. How many people believe? That young men from a Catholic school in Kentucky wearing MAGA hats uh, made racist comments to an American Indian at the Lincoln Memorial? How many people believe that because the initial media coverage and they missed the retractions? How many people will believe the national media stories about Erica Thomas? Because this isn't in the national news now. It is not in the national news. It is not being covered. This, this complete wipeout here is not being covered by the media. Why not? it seems like uh, this would be the thing that you would want to cover. That the story is being made. Back- Particularly at a time when so many people are inflaming racial tensions, you would want to highlight the f- fact that this story is being inflamed uh, and it is being it, it is being pushed by the media to perpetuate a narrative against Republicans that is not true. That is, that's that's unfortunate to me. Uh, Chet in Talapusa, you're next. Welcome. Oh, not he's on delay. Special. Chet, you there? Nope, he's not there. Listen to the radio. Call back, Chet, when you get to this, when you're in delay from listening to the radio. <laughs> I just, y'all, this story is asinine to me, and it should be to you. It is a dumb story. But I want you to just focus not on what actually happened, but focus for just a minute on the politics of this. The Democrats in the state of Georgia need 15 seats to get a majority in the House of Representatives. They've been banking on Cobb and Gwinnett counties being the areas where they pick up seats. Here comes Erica Thomas and says that a guy told her to go back to where she came from. Democrats in the state house, including the leader of the Democrats in the state house, rush out to defend her. It turns out that Erica Thomas is one who tweeted that her heart goes out to Nicholas Cruz. Some don't know how to cope with being an orphan. Nicholas Cruz is the kid who went into Parkland High School and shot up the school. And Erica Thomas's first reaction was, was poor, pitiful Nicholas Cruz. And now here she comes, and she says that this guy told her to go back to where she came from. It turns out that this guy is a Hispanic Democrat that he condemned President Trump for those remarks. And now we have an eyewitness from Publix who says it was actually Erica Thomas who told him to go back to where he came from after he called her a lazy SOB. The Democrats want to pick up the state house based on Cobb County and Gwinnett County and a few other swing districts. How is this going to help them now? Bob Trammell now owns this, the Democratic minority leader, because he stood shoulder to shoulder with Erica Thomas. The only way for them to get past this is to throw her under the bus now. Call her a liar, she is, and move on. And they're not going to. And they're going to have the media try to help them by now burying the story when they would be perpetuating it if it was a Republican doing something like this. This hurts them in the suburbs. We was in Washington, D.C. this past week for a father-son trip, and we used the call map a lot. Uh, and the reason we used the call map is because while in New York we were on a very high floor, you can hear sirens at all hours of the night. And I'm with my 10-year-old, and he needs to sleep. I've got a little bit of work to do. And then we went to Washington, and of course, you're well, we were on the 10th floor. Uh, we were near the White House, so you could hear everything all night. So we use the Calm app. Now, what is the Calm app? Well, the Calm app, it lulls you to sleep. Either plays music or sounds or even reads you bedtime stories where you can just drift off to sleep. They've got great soundscapes. They've got over 100 sleep stories narrated by very soothing voices. My kids love it. My whole family uses the app. If you're looking for a way to kind of unplug your brain at night and drift off to sleep, try the Calm app. Right now, my listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at Calm.com slash Eric. That's Calm.com slash Eric. Eric. 40 million people have downloaded Calm. Find out why at calm.com slash Eric. It really is worthwhile as someone who grew up listening to music at night uh, and now having my kids need sound to help them go to sleep. We're not going to leave a TV on. We got the Calm app. My son listens to sounds. My daughter listens to stories. And when we travel together, my son and I typically will listen to classical music. It's all available in the Calm app. So check it out now by going to calm.com slash Eric. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson, and I'm going to Chet in Tallapoosa. Chet, welcome. How are you?
1: Hey, Eric. Um, You know, Eric Eric Sparks has got a good case against uh, Erica Thomas, and he could probably sue her. And She's caught between a rock and a hard place. She don't want to be sued and lose any money. On the other hand, she don't want to lose her job either. So, she might fire her attorney and hire David Ralston.
0: <laughs> you know, she probably could. We actually have a Ralston story in the stack to talk about. You're you're absolutely right. And I mean, the public's employees that she she's dragged through all this stuff as well. Makes you wonder what they want to do. Yeah, that that's yeah, she she could hire David Ralston. Uh, y'all, I'm still telling you on on the Ross matter. We'll get to the story here in a minute. It's a big deal. Um, if 16 Republicans, you got 10, you need you need five more. Uh, if if they just said, you know what, we're not going to vote on any piece of legislation at all until the speaker is gone. Suddenly, the speaker has to rely on the Democrats to pass everything, and that then totally neutralizes the issue next year if they're not going to get rid of him. Have 16 brave souls say, we're done, we're not doing anything, and force him to have Democrats advance the agenda or kill the governor's agenda, which would happen with the Democrats, and see what happens. Um, but that would put the ball in the Democrats' court, and the Democrats would be the ones who owned David Ralston then. Um, but yeah, Erica Thomas, maybe she needs to hire the speaker. By the way, I, I wonder if this is a fundraising effort for her. I wonder if she needed a creative way to raise some money for her campaign. And this is what she did to raise her profile. Makes you wonder if she's raised any money off this. Ray Powder Springs, you're next.
1: Hey, Eric. Right uh, there. Good program. Thank you. Hey, my my point is uh, in regards to the uh, express lane, ten items or less. Uh, it was stated that the uh, the gentleman went to the uh, customer service and he was in, informed that that corporate told, told uh, has told the, the cashiers. That they can't say anything about people bringing more than ten items, and they they can't enforce it. But he, the customer well, service gave him permission. To, and told him that he could he could say something yeah. to her.
0: Well, a, good for them. Although I, I, several friends of mine have said at this particular um, Publix now they do have signs on the conveyor saying. Absolutely no exceptions, uh, 10 items or fewer, and they should enforce it. I mean, at this point, it should be a capital crime if you're in the express checkout lane with more items than the express checkout lane involves, and you should like be capitally executed twice if you're using coupons in the express lane. And you've got more, y'all, this is really, it is like driving in the fast lane. It is a pet peeve of mine. I cannot tell you the number of times I have gone to my local Publix and been behind some woman with a checkbook and a binder full of coupons. And they always wait till the end of the day. And I guess they think they're being convenient. But, you know, I go to the grocery store at the end of the day because that's when you see less people there. And I hate people. I don't want to be in a grocery store with people. People are dumb. And so I go at the end of the day to do all of my grocery shopping. I have an app on my phone called AnyList, and it has the aisles of the grocery store in order. So when I say I need ketchup, it puts it in order. I got bread. I got milk. I got ketchup. I need double stuffed Oreos for the kids, and I need hamburger meat. I put it on there, and this program sorts it in the order of public so I can go to the appropriate aisles, miss all the aisles I don't have to go through, and get in and out with massive pile of groceries quick. And I do it at night before the store closes. I try to be there an hour before because I don't want to inconvenience them, holding them up, trying to get out of there. But I go at that time of night because there's nobody there. But you know, a lot of times you go in the middle of the day, and it is the it is the the woman with the binder of coupons and the checkbook. And I just I'd use a debit card. Oh. I wish everybody took Apple Pay. I've been harassing publics on social media to adopt Apple Pay because you can get in and out even faster. Tim and Buford, you're up next. Welcome. Hey, Eric.
1: Good afternoon and good to talk to you again. Uh, What you were talking about, about the media and the way they will report or not report uh, certain things to help the Democratic Party or the liberals – Uh, versus the conservatives or the republicans uh you were spot on when you said they're going to cover this up and i my question is uh, as silly as this is this woman didn't have to do this but why in your opinion has the the majority of the the media not all but the majority of the media so left-leaning
0: um you asked the question why why are they going to cover this up why why are they so well, left leaning versus right leaning or just in the middle and reporting? Yeah, so they used to be, but you, you got to remember that um, Republicans want to go out and make money and progressives want to save the world. And they view the media these days as a way to save the world, not by reporting what's going on in the world as, as a lot of reporters used to do. But by shaping people's views, many, many reporters at the national level, but also some at the local level, view journalism as a way to shape your mind and make you care about particular issues. And so stories are shaped. It's not just the facts. It's not just the news. It's not just here's what happened in Atlanta today. It is here is this awful story. Here is a protagonist and here is an antagonist, a victim and a bad guy, and every story is shaped. It's all about telling stories, and and progressives love this. And then when you look at the people who go into the media, by and large, they lean left. They lean left because they view journalism as a way to help people. They lean left because they're in a bubble of other people, and they, they get into a, a, a reinforcing feedback loop. And it becomes very, very hard for conservatives to penetrate the business. It becomes very much like academia where uh, professors who are – Progressives tend to make sure that no conservative ever gets tenure because they don't want the battle of ideas. They they don't like it. They don't they don't believe the idea is valid. And you have that increasingly with reporters. It is much worse at the national level than the local level. At the local level, there are a lot of reporters who still tend to be conservative. Uh, particularly local TV tends to have a lot of conservatives and. County papers, not not big regional papers and whatnot, but county papers tend to also be filled very much with conservatives. It is the, the regional papers. It is the, the national news networks are filled with progressive activists who are willfully and intentionally progressive because they view journalism as a way to save the world and they view saving the world as telling you sad stories about victims. And inevitably, the antagonist, the bad guy, is always a corporation or a white guy. And every story has to be told in that way, which is why the story will fade away, because it no longer fits the profile of having the bad guy be a corporation or a white guy. Turns out it's a bad woman, and she is a Democrat, female, African-American state legislator who, according to an eyewitness, told a Hispanic man to go back to where he came from. Got to move on to the next story now, because it no longer fits the narrative. Folks, when you're traveling abroad the summer, when you're going on family trips around the country well you're probably missing a secure way to get online that's where expressvpn comes in expressvpn is a vpn service that doesn't just encrypt your data while you surf the internet on public airports or hotel wi-fis it lets you stream and access content that would normally be blocked in the country you may be going to if you're abroad with expressvpn you can unblock all your favorite websites and have access to the internet just like you would if you were in the united states expressvpn runs in the background of your computer or phone And then when you use the internet, you just use it like you normally would. You download the app, click connect, voila, you're protected. I don't go online if I'm traveling abroad without ExpressVPN because the security is so good. It's the fastest VPN I have tried. It costs less than $7 a month. It comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. ExpressVPN uses cutting-edge technology called Trusted Server to make sure there are no logs of what you do online. So it's private. It allows you to go overseas and not be hassled and give up your privacy. It allows you to be in a coffee shop using public Wi-Fi and not have your stuff stolen. Protect your online activity today. Find out how. You can get three months free at ExpressVPN.com slash eric that's dot vpn.com slash eric for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash eric to learn more all right y'all let's see okay curtis and marble hill you're going to be the last caller on the erica thomas situation how are you i'm doing good thanks for taking my call sure two po- two points since the express line
1: violation is on the same magnitude as the clinton's whitewater and the nixon's Watergate. we need to brand it as like the the public gate public
0: gate or the express gate express checkout gate yes yes <laughs> absolutely uh so we need to since it's on the same magnitude obviously yeah
1: you know and, and secondly i think really the grocery stores could do something with a surplus charge where if you went over if it's a ten item and you went over two or you three, you pay items, extra. Now, my buddy yeah, Matt
0: just tweeted me and said, "Grocery store snipers would work."
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And then you get so you go to you go to public jail or you go to grocery store jail when you violate this situation, you get penalized. So I think it's a way to avoid these express line gate situations.
0: Yeah, they, they got to do something. It just I still think there should be designated line for for coupons and checkbooks as well. I just wish everybody would take Apple Pay. I now have discovered there's – so I, I kid you not. I, I was telling um, Chris Burns from Dynamic Money This that I have gotten a new debit card almost every three months because my debit card number has been swiped so many times, uh, either through online purchases or most particularly at gas stations. You know, if you slide your uh, credit card into a gas station pump and it is a really, really, really tight fit. Uh, more likely than not, there's a credit card reader someone stuck in there to steal your number. It, it's If it's very loose, uh, sliding in and out, then you're, you're probably okay. And I, it has happened to me so many times. Like every three months, I've got a new— And so now there is a gas station near me where the pumps— not You don't have to go inside for it. The pumps actually take Apple Pay or, or Android Pay, whatever you call it on the, the Google device. And, oh, my gosh— it is wonderful, and and I've never had my debit card or credit card stolen by using Apple Pay. I'm such a big fan of it, uh, and I know Clark Howard likes the the digital payments as well. And it just it it's your your number's not going to get stolen. So now we must move on. I apologize to those of you who are still on hold. I can't talk about Erica Thomas all night because there is other news. There is this story from the Speaker of the House I want to get to. I I, I don't know whether you guys are Mullered out or not. In fact, you can tweet me at E.W. Erickson. uh, Do you want the Speaker of the House story first or the Bob Mueller story first? Because there's a lot of audio out there on Bob Mueller we could get to, but I'm afraid it might put some of you to sleep as well. It was not a fine performance. Uh, The consensus in the media, even among Democrats who are desperate to impeach the president, is that impeachment is done. Except the most progressive members of the Democratic Party are out pounding their chest. They are demanding impeachment now because Mueller said he didn't exonerate the president. They are demanding impeachment. This is going to start a democratic civil war. It's going to be hilarious to watch.
1: Lift off. We have a
0: lift off. Good evening. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Atlanta's evening news on WSB. The phone number 404 872 750 WSB talk. Um, big news for you. Our special guest is coming to the gathering. Um, so you better get your tickets quick uh, before the Secret Service says we got to stop selling them so they can do the background stuff. So, uh text Atlanta to 345345, you will get a link a text message link will come back to the site Eventbrite. Uh, if you want to come see him, you need to get your ticket because I'm pretty sure the secret service is going to make us cut off ticket sales very soon now that everything is locked in. Um, so you better you, you need to get your ticket soon. Text Atlanta to 345345. If you want to come, Uh, he'll be there along with the governor, uh, Senator Perdue. The governor of Tennessee will be there. Uh, Senators Tom Cotton and Tim Scott will be there. Congressman Doug Collins, who was the one of the stars of the Mueller hearing today, will be there. Uh, Jody Heiss and Mark Meadows from the House Freedom Caucus. They're taking a bold stand against the president's budget deal. They'll be there. Chip Roy, congressman from Texas, will be there. Uh, Karen Handel will be there, uh, former congresswoman and secretary of state. Uh, A number of other great speakers will be there. Also, Facebook, we've invited a a vice president of Facebook to come talk about what they do to conservatives. Also, Google and uh, Facebook is willing to throw a welcome reception on the Thursday night. So Facebook will be having a reception. You want to come hang out with some suits from Facebook and, and uh, get great Facebook swag. You'll want to be there on Thursday night. Text Atlanta three, four, five, three, four, five. We will get to the Mueller investigation. I'm just, I'm trying to stay awake. And that hearing today, my goodness gracious, we'll get there though. Cause there's a lot of, uh, a lot of points that need to be made. First, I was out of town on my father son trip when the story broke on Friday. It has not gotten a ton of coverage. Uh, remember the young lady who I believe she was 13 and claimed that the pastor, A traveling pastor who was staying at her parents' homes, speaking at their church, uh, raped and molested her. He has now admitted to that. Uh, Let me read you this. Uh, In the years that—the girl came forward about what the preacher had done to her after her parents caught her trying to slit her wrists. In the years that followed, the family's world unraveled in the rural community in the North Georgia mountains. The girl's health deteriorated from a congenital heart defect. Many in their church shunned them and rallied around the traveling evangelist, who she told police had raped and molested her in her home while her parents slept. The truth may have come out in a trial, but that didn't happen because of who Jason Brothers hired to defend him. Attorney and State House Speaker David Ralston At the time, state law allowed lawmakers serving in the Georgia legislature to put off any court proceedings by telling judges they had state-level duties to tend to, and Ralston was known to do that over and over. In fact, Ralston was one of the ones who sent on the committee to have the law changed. An assistant district attorney broke the news to the family, telling them to get ready for the long wait. After almost six years and at least eight case delays filed by Ralston, the waiting came to an end last Wednesday in Union County, a negotiated plea It's gone on for so long, Jason Brothers is going to avoid jail time. He'll go home to Ohio. He's 40 years old. He's preached sermons from a wheelchair. He admitted to inappropriately touching the young lady um, in those areas. He pled guilty to two counts of felony sexual battery of a minor. She's now 21. This case has gone on for so long because David Ralston kept dragging the case out that this guy will not go to jail. This pastor took advantage of a 13-year-old, and he will not go to jail because David Ralston kept dragging this case out for a decade. As much as the Erica Thomas story is going to hurt Democrats, this is going to hurt Republicans. And which story do you think is going to get more media exposure? The one that is pretty much now going to be buried or this story that's been ongoing for a decade and continues to go on? This story has victims who are going to come forward. You know, say what you will about Erica Thomas and Eric Sparks, but they're both Democrats. This is a story that transcends partisanship, and the Republicans and the state legislature are protecting David Ralston. They're standing with David Ralston. They're defending David Ralston. The ads and the mail pieces write themselves. Wait until you see the triangle montage on the mail piece of your state representative or your state senator. I hear P.K. Martin is one of the state senators who are going to be targeted with this attack by Democrats because he, because they claim he, he should do something, even though he's in the Senate and he really can't. Um, Democrats are going after him on this, uh, overheard at a local restaurant, um, and he's not alone. And you'll have the mailpiece of the Republican next to the Speaker, and in the middle will be the victim's picture. Why are they protecting the Speaker and not the victim? It'll be all over the place. You just wait. I, I just got a um I, I just got a uh, text message from someone who texted Atlanta to three four five three four five for the conference. I uh, wanted to know when when they get their ticket um some of you are missing the point and I don't want to be rude. Um, but when you text Atlanta to three four five three four five, you get back a text message that has a link and you must click that link to register if you do not click click that link to register, it goes to Eventbrite. If you don't click the link and pay the money, you can't come. Uh, you will not be admitted to the event. The Secret Service will not let you in the room uh, for security reasons. So you 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 gotta you gotta click the link. Uh, you can't just text and expect to be registered. You got to click the link. So text Atlanta to three four five three four five. You'll get a text message back with a link. You click the link. You fill out the form. Uh, pay the money, and you can come. Yes, there is a registration fee. Your meals are included—breakfast and lunch both days, Friday and Saturday. There will be a discount for the Grand Hyatt Atlanta if you want a hotel room so you can stay overnight. But you gotta you gotta click that link. We need to get into the Bob Mueller situation now. Bob Mueller sabotaged any democratic effort to have impeachment hearings uh don't believe me let me just play you some sound bites here's abc news <laughs> that
1: question was the ball advanced no impeachment's over i uh, i don't think nancy pelosi is going to stand <clears throat> for her members bring forth something that is going to Obviously, losing the Senate, lose with the American public. And the problem with, with, with Mueller's testimony on this issue is that he had to carry the ball for them some way, whether he wanted to or not. At least by being a vigorous, strong, rock-solid prosecutor. And he looked uh, like uh, somebody who'd slowed a step or two. And perhaps, as one of the rep- as the Republicans are starting to put out there, maybe he wasn't even in control of all those angry Democrats. Maybe he's a figurehead somebody from the past that they put there so they could do their dirty work that's the, the theory they're coming out with it's not going to be bought by democrats but they needed more they needed more fuel for any kind of
0: impeachment effort well, one of the things we well yes that was Terry Moran at ABC news well let's see here's Chuck Todd on MSNBC talking about this wanted out of him but because they were looking for this dramatic moment that would capture the imagination And I think for those members of the House Judiciary Committee Democrats do believe they should start impeachment. The lack, if that's what Bob Mueller thought was needed to be done, he didn't do anything today to help advance that cause. And he believes that is where this should head. Yeah, he didn't do anything to advance the cause. Uh, And let's see. Here's MSNBC. Ari Melber, who is a progressives progressive on MSNBC.
1: I think the end of the day is... There was a lot of talk about today being the time that people would see and hear and feel some of the stories which I objectively are concerning or shocking in this report. And I'm not sure that at the end of the day, Bob Mueller was the one voicing that. Uh, some of the members in the committee did, um, but he really didn't. And so that leaves, I think, the country watching and saying, okay, we've been waiting for this. What was this that we just saw? And if it was an arcane and interesting interbranch branch discussion, maybe
0: that's a good thing, Brian, because maybe These are complex issues, but ultimately it didn't land where the Democrats said they were hoping, at least for part one on obstruction. Yep, there you go. It was a flub for the Democrats, Uh, a lot of them not happy, and yet the progressives are agitating even more aggressively for impeachment. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your card every month, and you could be paying thousands in interest every year. You don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off your credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. There are no trips to a bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited in your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform. There are over $35 billion in loans issued. All you do is go to LendingClub.com slash Eric, check your rate in minutes, and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash Eric. LendingClub.com/slash/eric. All loans made by WebBank, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And again, you can go to LendingClub.com/slash/eric and check them out for yourself. I want to go to Kathy in Bogart. Welcome, Kathy. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm fine. Excuse me, I was just sneezing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, God bless you.
1: <laughs> All right, Eric. I'm glad you're feeling well. Thank you. All right, um, I'm a conservative, and what I saw today with Mueller was downright cruel that the Democrats did to him. I don't know what his affiliation is, but they used him. Yeah, they
0: used was- him and didn't use him well. I mean, he didn't come across well. It, it was it was sad to see that this old man who clearly has. His best days are behind him, and I hate to say that I was actually uh, emailing with a friend of mine who was a strategist for President Obama, a Democrat who doesn't like Trump. And he's like, this this is totally cost the Democrats any momentum they had on the investigation and possibly impeachment. It's just the Democrats played their hand badly. And you've got now uh, Republicans who are who who recognize this. And there are Democrats who recognize this? You've got—I mean, this didn't go well for the Democrats. The the sound clips out there today are really kind of staggering from Democrats, from talking heads who lean Democrat, from people who are sympathetic to the Democratic cause. I mean, my goodness, listen. So, my buddy Jake Tapper, just listen to this for a second. And there were times, there were times in the hearing when he was sharp as a tack. Uh, but we can't avoid the fact that there were times in the hearing that he was not. There were times in the hearing when he didn't seem to either. Either he he couldn't hear what the question uh, questioner was asking, and sometimes they spoke very quickly and they were not particularly polite uh, to the and, and uh, respectful of the fact that this was a 74 year old who obviously. Well, let's ask Garrett. W- there you go. Before I go to any more calls or anything i just uh, you need to hear this this sums up what happened today in congress the democrats hoping for a huge blockbuster as chris chandler said this morning blockbuster went out of business uh, they were open for a blockbuster uh, presentation by bob Mueller. this is what they got
1: i'm not gonna discuss uh, other matters uh, i'm not gonna answer that well, I, i'm not familiar uh um... With uh, with that, uh, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm yes. not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna engage in discussion about what happened after the uh, production of our uh, report. Not going to get into details. That's not within my purview. Well, uh, I, I, uh, I can't get into who wrote it. I can't get into that internal deliberations. I, I, well, I, I can't get into it. I am not gonna get into that. I don't wanna speculate. Well, I'm not gonna go further in terms of discussing. I don't necessarily credit uh, what you're saying Occurred. I can't go into the discussion of uh, uh, our uh, investigative moves. Uh, I'm not going to get into that any further than I than I already have. I, I, I... I get into that at this juncture. I can't speak to that. I can't speak to that. That was outside our purview. I'm not going to speak to that. Uh, I'm not going to speak to that. Not going to get into that. And I'm not going to answer that question, sir. I do not accept your characterization of what occurred. I'm not going to speak any more to it. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to discuss that. And I am not familiar with that. Don't know when I found that out. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to to talk about that. I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm curious as to why. Well, I we can't get into it. Did he lie to you guys, too? Can't get into that. Did you interview Mifsud? Can't get into that. Is Mifsud Western intelligence can't or Russian intelligence? That. Can't get into that. A lot of things you can't get into. <laughs> that,
0: that, that was the hearing all summed up. Some of you people watch. I watched all day. Long. I had to go give a talk this afternoon, be on a panel. But, man, that that was basically it in a minute, 24 seconds, summed up. Travis in Fayetteville, welcome.
1: Hey, Eric. Thanks for putting up with me again.
0: Absolutely. Hey, um, so uh, I think you've alluded to what you're going to say here on the call with Kathy, but did Moore intentionally jump the shark to get everybody off his back, or is he just that out of it? I I think he's out of it. I got to tell you, I was talking to Democratic operatives who were bitterly disappointed in his performance. And it's been six years. I didn't realize it. It's been six years since Mueller testified before Congress. Six years. And he clearly went in not prepared.
1: Well, I, it seems to me that it's more than not prepared. He didn't even read his own report. And it just, listen, seems that he just no I
0: mean, one there he had read the report. Yeah, it, it was obvious that not <laughs> a single person— there in either committee had actually read the report. Their staffers had given them nuggets and sound bites and 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 page citations to throw questions at him, but none of them had actually read the report. It was it was actually kind of embarrassing on all sides. And you know my frustration with this, Travis, is that the Democrats are, oh, Bob Mueller, he said the president wasn't exonerated. We've known that for months. There's no nothing new there, though. They wanted something to begin to roll the ball on impeachment, and they didn't get it. And the Republicans didn't get anything out of it. Listen, you're not going to discredit Bob Mueller. Bob Mueller is an American war hero. He's a patriot. He was shot in the Vietnam War. He continued to serve his country. Uh, He is a Republican. He was George W. Bush's uh, FBI director. On and on it goes. Uh, he's, He's a great guy. And he is an institutionalist. He believes in institutions. He believes that he played a role as a prosecutor because the attorney general of the United States asked him to do so. He's not a partisan hack, contrary to what the Republicans want to say. But he's also not providing the Democrats what they need to do impeachment. And they're starting to realize that. I mean, you've got the New York Times and ABC and CBS and NBC and and CNN all out there saying this doesn't give the Democrats Impeachment. The Democrats have been looking for a silver bullet. They did not get that from Bob Mueller. Uh let's let's get back to the Mueller situation. Democrats know what happened to them today, and they have a problem on their hands. Progressive Democrats are desperate for impeachment. And they heard Bob Mueller say at the very beginning that he cannot exonerate the president. They also heard Bob Mueller say, thanks to Ken Buck of all things, a Republican. Uh, that, yeah, he did believe that the president could be prosecuted after he left office. Not that the president would be, or not that the president would be found guilty, but that a president could be prosecuted after he left office, and the job of the uh, special prosecutor is to preserve evidence if that were to happen. And the Democrats heard all this, and they thought, oh, man, we, we, we got him now. We got Donald Trump now. But the Democratic leadership understands they don't. They understand Bob Mueller hurt them today. The Democrats understand that they were expecting Bob Mueller to come in and be the Bob Mueller of six years ago before Congress. And he's not that guy anymore. Bob Mueller is not the man to make this case for the Democrats. And it shows. I I'm, I mean, you got Jake Tapper out there pointing this out. You've got Chuck Todd pointing this out. You got Terry Moran and George Stephanopoulos pointing this out on ABC News. It was not a good day for the Democrats to try to take on the president of the United States. It didn't work for them. When you got MSNBC looking depressed, I mean, MSNBC today, by the end of the day, was looking like they looked the night of the election. I mean, it looked like people needed a a suicide hotline number. They were were just, I mean, depressed. It, it, It was sad. It was pathetic looking at these people on TV this afternoon who were expecting a quote-unquote blockbuster hearing with Bob Mueller, and he didn't give them what they wanted, and they are super, super depressed by it. I got an email through the Resurgence contact line from Steve, who says, I don't know how you figure the Mueller testimony was a a loss for the Democrats. In his opening statement, he plainly stated his report did not exonerate the president on obstruction charges, which leaves the door open. Also, uh, who was that idiot that gave the Republican closing? Did he listen to anything that he's that was said. He looked as bad as the Democratic debate. Um, I didn't see the closing because I had to go give a speech. I don't know who it was, but um, why was it why was it a loss for the Democrats? Because they needed more than what we already knew. Because we already knew that the Mueller report didn't exonerate the president. We already. I mean, the Attorney General told us that months ago, uh, and this didn't change any of that. But we needed more. We, we needed a reason for the Democrats because the Democrats decided that was not enough to begin impeachment. They needed more than that to begin impeachment, and Mueller didn't give it to them. He didn't give them um, collusion because he said collusion, it's, it's not a legal thing. There was no conspiracy. There there was nothing to tie the Trump campaign directly to collaborating with the Russians to steal the election. And that's what they wanted. They didn't get that. That, that actually is a really big deal and really bad for the Democrats. And you don't have to believe me. Believe MSNBC. Believe CNN. Believe ABC, MSNBC, the rest of them.